The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Attribution Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to get granular to help you understand some of the best practices and pitfalls in attributing credit to your marketing efforts. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses a survey of 300 of your peers that highlights how marketers think about solving their channel attribution problems. With us today is Jules Tompkins, who is the Content and Communications Manager at CallRail, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. CallRail is the leading provider of marketing software to businesses who want a single attribution platform to capture the journey from visitors to leads to customers. Trusted by over 100,000 companies, CallRail's marketing attribution software tracks inbound calls and website form submissions in its all-in-one platform to provide a single source of truth for marketing ROI. Here's the fourth installment of Attribution Week, where Jules and I discuss how marketing attribution impacts ROI. Okay, here's my conversation with Jules Tompkins from CallRail. Jules, welcome back to Attribution Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me, Ben. We're getting through the week, aren't we? We've covered a ton of ground. We're actually kind of at the end of talking about the survey that you conducted. You interviewed 300 marketers, 1,000 consumers, on the consumer side, people want to talk on the phone when they're trying to reach out to a brand. For marketers, attribution is a huge pain in the butt. It's really time consuming to figure out how to track all these channels, how to put them into a consolidated view. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the dollars and cents of marketing attribution. Talk to me about how you think about the amount of not only time that is being wasted by marketers, but how marketing attribution impacts spend efficiency. What do you know about the value that marketers are getting out of building out accurate attribution systems? So when we surveyed this group of 300 marketers, again, 75 being at agencies, the biggest number that we saw in terms of percentage of people who agreed with a statement was 96. And this is what it was. 96% of the marketers we surveyed agreed that attribution is, quote, critical to informing and optimizing my marketing decisions. When you pair this with the stuff that we've already talked about this week, the difficulty of performing attribution, of going to these disparate data sources to try to cobble together some sort of narrative around how your marketing is performing, 
when you juxtapose that difficulty, that frustration with the utmost importance, again, 96% of marketers say that attribution is critical. There's clearly a gap there. There's clearly something missing. And what we found is that marketers who are able to properly set up multi-touch attribution models for their business would say that their marketing is infinitely more effective because imagine you're running out of home stuff, billboards, newspaper ads, what have you. And this is a legacy channel for your business. And you're constantly month over month paying the bill running these ads. And on the flip side, you've got these Google ads campaigns running, you might determine that okay, I've got data for these Google ads. I know how they're performing for me. I can see it in the back end of Google ads in Google Analytics. I need to cut my spend on these newspaper and out of home placements. So let me dive in and just restate that 96% of marketers say that marketing attribution is important to allocating their spend. And you brought up the point that multi-touch attribution is the way to really get granular data and assigned value. I actually think that Facebook is the best example here of making it difficult to do multi-touch attribution. And I think anybody that's advertised on Facebook will see that Facebook takes credit for everything, right? When you look at what Facebook says a conversion is because everyone logs on to some sort of Facebook platform at some time during the week, and most of us have our attribution windows set up for seven days, that whatever conversion is going to happen, that person has likely logged onto Facebook and got some sort of view through impression, even if they're not paying attention to the ad, right? The impression levels are so high, the reach is so large that even if the ad is not impactful, Facebook can say, yeah, I, sure, I served that person an ad, but you don't necessarily know if that is driving the conversion. So we talk about attribution and specifically multi-touch attribution, assigning value to all of the different channels to help you figure out a value Talk to me about how you do that. What is the best practice for assigning value to a campaign when it may not be the last touch campaign, right? We talked about multi-touch attribution a little bit. Let's go a little deeper there and talk about if that's the right way to assign value to a channel, how should it be done? Briefly, what you just described is something that we refer to as platform bias. And Facebook is, as we know, not the only guilty party there, right? Everybody uses Google. Too. Everybody uses Google. And we can get so caught up in these vanity metrics of impressions and reach that it gets dizzying and difficult to determine, hey, what's truly working and what's not. And so when it comes to assigning value to specific touch points, you can't do that without starting, I would say, at the bottom, at the point of conversion, and then moving up the funnel. So what you need to look at is what was the last touch that generated this form submission, that generated this chat conversation, this inbound phone call to my business. And then you're looking at all of the different touch points that contributed there and what those doing proper attribution will find is a trend between most often my user journeys, my buyer's journey includes these three or four different touch points along the way. And then pulling together the spend of all of these, you're running Facebook ads, you're running Google ads, pulling together the spend and then dividing outward and looking at what all of these touch points cost you is step number one in getting attribution right. 
Okay, so let me make sure I understand what you're saying. When you're setting up multi-touch attribution, obviously you have to prioritize the end of the funnel. That's what gets somebody over the finish line. In a previous episode, you mentioned that there are different types of multi-touch attribution models. There's a U-shaped model, there's a W-shaped model. In each of those shapes, the bottom of the funnel, the end of the letter is going to be a high point. How do you evaluate whether a U or a W or some of these other models, what are they and how do you evaluate which one's right for you? So when it comes to choosing a model, I think it really depends on your marketing priorities for the upcoming quarter, for the upcoming year. Are you looking to fill the funnel? Are you looking to improve conversion rates within your business? The obvious answer is you're looking to do all of the above, but trying to forecast out, okay, I need to create this number of impressions, which will generate this much traffic to my website, which will generate this many conversions for me, which should in theory result in this many customers. Figuring out where you've got work to do in that sort of waterfall view of how marketing works is what's going to determine which model you're deploying to measure your marketing. That's interesting. Understanding where your marketing funnel is leaky impacts the way that you evaluate it. To me, that makes sense on one level and sounds risky on the other where, hey, I know that I'm not getting a lot of people top of the funnel, so I'm going to give more credit to whatever channels we're applying in the top of the funnel. There's risk there because if the channels that you're using are not effective, you're going to assign value to ineffective channels. I think at the crux of my question is, how do you assign value to the channels? And I think of this as figuring out some sort of a percentage. First touch gets 25%, last touch gets 30 other touches are split in between those. You know, I'm just making up numbers here. But when you think about assigning value, which is something you need to do to assess the ROI, is there a technology or a solution or a rule of thumb? Or is this really just something that each business needs to figure out on their own? Prescribing a universal method for doing this is, again, going to be difficult. There is CallRail as a technology, not to pitch product, so we'll be very brief here, but CallRail as a technology allows you to do this very thing. Again, five or six different attribution models inside of our product, which would do the exact allocation you're describing, assigning a percentage value to each of the touch points in the journey. And I think that's an important thing as we talk about establishing the ROI of each marketing channel. Really, the goal here is to understanding what the marketing channel is effective for. And not all marketing channels are created alike. I mentioned before that Facebook takes credit for everything because they're serving a lot of ads because they're reaching a lot of people. So they say there's a view through metric for all conversions. And what I've seen, mostly my last experience working in-house for an e-commerce brand, we would run without a multi-touch attribution model, we would run our Facebook ads and we would see our direct conversions coming from Facebook measured in Google Analytics, let's just throw out a random number, to be 100. And then when we would turn our Facebook campaigns off, we would see those 100 obviously dry up because we're not doing our Facebook advertising, but we'd see 50 other conversions drop off. So Facebook obviously had a bottom of funnel conversion, but it was also keeping our impressions level high and then making sure people were aware of the brand and our product offering. And even if it did not drive the end conversion, we were seeing conversions that were clearly related to Facebook happening on other channels. And so that's where understanding multi-touch attribution is crucial 
to understand not only what value a marketing channel has in terms of driving direct conversions, but what's the impact that it has on the rest of your marketing mix. At the end of the day, that term is very important, marketing mix. You need to be in front of your customers in multiple places, get your message across. Sometimes you're delivering a brand message. Some of it's a conversion hammer. You need a mixture of all of those more than just, hey, do you want to buy something? You want to make sure that you're offering and educating your customer as well. That's right. And when you can get to a place where you understand which channel is doing what, which campaign is doing what, as you just described in your previous job there, Ben, what it does for you is it allows you to maximize your advertising spend. And so you can actually cut all together or pare down marketing spend on a channel or a campaign that's underperforming within this, again, funnel multi-touch view. And you can reallocate that spend, those dollars into the campaign that's doing double duty and overperforming. So when we're talking about ROI, without the insight into what's working, what's not, what's overperforming, what's underperforming, without that insight, it's really difficult to know with certainty that your spend is currently allocated correctly. And the ROI can be I apologize for the hyperbole here, but the ROI can be infinite when you consider the possibility of shedding wasted marketing dollars that aren't performing and taking those same dollars and investing into the campaign, which through your attribution platform, you discover is overperforming. Not only do you understand through multi-touch attribution which channels are performing, it allows you to be more strategic with your marketing efforts. I mentioned Facebook, you know, might be a good middle of funnel driver and also has some value at the end of funnel as well. And so as you're figuring out where you want to allocate your dollars and you're thinking about cutting that paid media spend to reallocate it towards your content efforts or whatever you're going to do, you get a full picture of the landscape and get the true impact of what a channel has. Jules, any last words on using multi-touch attribution to evaluate ROI? So we're in this day and age where there are just too many platforms to choose from. We have infinite options, as we've talked about earlier this week. And I see the desire for attribution. We talked at the top of this conversation about 96% of marketers saying attribution is critical to informing and optimizing their marketing decisions. This strong desire amongst the marketers that we surveyed is certainly in response to the noise level that we've got in the digital marketing world today. Everywhere we are running ads casting them out into the world. And now there's sort of the response to that. Okay, us marketers are responsible for creating all of this activity, this absolute flurry of activity. Now we've got to measure it. And that's what multi-touch attribution does. That's what our product does. And we know that all marketers today are seeking this solution. Understanding where a marketing channel is effective in your funnel allows you to be more efficient, and more strategic. When you have a marketing channel you've been investing in, then your multi-touch attribution model tells you it's an effective top of funnel channel and you're trying to get your pipeline through the bottom of your funnel. It's time to de-invest in that channel and focus on something else that's gonna drive more activity at the bottom of your funnel. That's really the crux of why marketing attribution is so important. It's not just assigning value, it's making the strategic decisions about where you're allocating your resources as well. 
And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Jules Tompkins for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Jules's marketing attribution insights, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about how attribution can improve over time. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Jules, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can also write his company Twitter handle, which is CallRail, C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L. Or you could visit his company's website, which is callrail.com. If you're interested in reading the report Jules created for CallRail about marketing attribution, you can go to callrail.com slash attribution report, or just click on the link in our show notes. One other link that I want to tell you about in our show notes, if you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com. We have summaries of all of our episodes. We have the contact information for our guests. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter, and you can also send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of our conversation with Jules Tompkins from CallRail, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.